0: All eyes in the Middle East as tensions between Washington and Tehran escalate. The Philippines now preparing for the possible evacuation of Filipinos in Iran and Iraq. Iraq's parliament wants U.S. troops out of their country after last week's U.S. airstrike that killed Iran's top general in Baghdad. And Philippine Vice President Lenny Robredo releases her findings on the law on drugs during her short stint as co-chair of the Government Committee Against Illegal Drugs. Good afternoon. I'm quan Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Welcome to the program. Tensions are rising after the U.S. killed Iran's top military leader in an airstrike last week. Here at home, officials are making sure Filipinos will not be caught in the crossfire. Billy Ramos reports.
1: As fears of a potential war in the Middle East grow, Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte is preparing for the possible evacuation and repatriation of Filipinos in Iraq and Iran. The Philippine leader held an emergency meeting with his top defense and military officials in Malacanang to discuss the escalating tensions between Washington and Tehran. There are about 1,600 Filipinos in Iran and another 6,000 in Iraq. Duterte has ordered the Philippine Armed Forces to prepare its ships and aircraft to bring them home if the crisis worsens. Last Friday, a U.S. airstrike in Baghdad killed top Iranian general Qasem Soleimani, who was regarded as the second most powerful figure in Iran after Supreme Leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei.
2: I'm confident that the decision we made to to, make, to take down this terrorist this designated terrorist who had inflicted so much harm over such an extended period was the right course of action to reduce risk to America.
1: Immediately after Iran threatened retaliation, U.S. President Donald Trump warned the U.S. will target 52 Iranian sites if Tehran would attack any American citizen or asset.
2: What we're doing is preparing for all possible courses of actions that the Iranian regime may take, and we are driving. We are driving a strategy that we have had in place now for three years, diplomatic, economic, now military, Mm -hmm. to convince the Iranian regime to simply behave like a normal nation and to raise the cost when they inflict harm on America if they don't.
1: In response, Iran condemned Trump as a terrorist in a suit. Billy Ramos,
0: ABS-CBN News.
2: Hello, everybody.
0: Happy New Year. The Philippine National Police also closely following developments in the Middle East. PNP officer in charge Archie Gamboa says they're on the lookout for any eventuality, including possible violence from sympathizers from both sides. But Gamboa adds there are no reports of any threat so far.
3: There are there are also security concerns, no? Because siempre merong uh, sympathetic uh, either by race or by ideology. So the PNP is profiling possible threats, possible groups who may take advantage or who might sympathize. So our intelligence monitoring will be continuous.
0: The U.S. assassination of a top Iranian general last week deals a major setback in the 2015 nuclear deal between Tehran and six major powers, details in this report.
4: Iran announced on Sunday it would no longer abide by limits on the enrichment of uranium, a component for nuclear weapons. Tehran's announcement was expected, but it coincided with a major escalation of hostilities with Washington. Last week, an American airstrike killed Iranian military commander Qasem Soleimani. Iran has steadily, if cautiously, announced moves away from the landmark 2015 nuclear deal signed under U.S. President Barack Obama between Tehran and six major powers. That agreement, also known as the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action, or JCPOA, dropped sanctions on Tehran in exchange for limits on that nation's nuclear program. International inspectors repeatedly verified that Iran had complied with the deal. But last year, the U.S. quit the JCPOA and ramped up sanctions, provoking new hostilities with the Islamic Republic. Iran responded by increasing uranium enrichment beyond the limits set by the deal and stockpiling nuclear material. Tehran on Sunday said it would continue to keep a United Nations nuclear watchdog apprised of its program. It said that it was ready to resume cooperation with the JCPOA if the U.S. dropped its sanctions.
0: Over in Iraq, lawmakers have passed a resolution booting foreign soldiers out of their country. That's in the wake of the U.S. airstrike in Baghdad last week that killed Iran's top military leader. Here's the full story.
4: Iraq's parliament on Sunday called for the U.S. and other foreign military forces to leave the country after an American airstrike killed a top Iranian commander and an Iraqi militia leader. The airstrike last week provoked a backlash against the U.S. in Iraq, unifying, squabbling political parties and sparking street protests by Iranian-backed Shiite militia groups. In a special session on Sunday, the Iraqi parliament passed a resolution calling on the government to end all foreign troop presence. Parliamentary resolutions, unlike laws, are non-binding to the government, but this one is likely to be heeded. Prime Minister Adel Abdul Mahdi, who heads a Shiite-led government, had earlier called on Parliament to end foreign troop presence as soon as possible. A day earlier, Abdul Mahdi was seen in a crowd of mourners as part of a funeral procession for Iranian Major General Qasem Soleimani and an Iraqi paramilitary commander, Abu Mahdi al-Muhandis. Soleimani commanded an elite unit in Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guards Corps. The U.S. blames him for plotting attacks against American troops in Iraq and American allies across the region. Abu Mahdi al-Muhandis was a deputy in Iraq's Popular Mobilization Forces, or PMF, an umbrella group of predominantly Shiite militia fighters with close ties to Tehran. The U.S. accused factions of the PMF of recent rocket attacks against American bases in Iraq that killed a U.S. contractor. Iran condemned the American airstrike as an assassination and a, quote, act of terrorism and vowed to retaliate. Some 5,000 American forces remain in Iraq, mostly in an advisory role. On Sunday, a Pentagon official said the U.S.-led coalition battling the remnants of Islamic State had halted most of its operations for now in favor of protecting its forces amid soaring tensions with Iran. Qasem Soleimani had worked hard to get American forces out of Iraq and pull Baghdad closer under Iranian influence. Sunday's vote suggests he might achieve one more objective in death
0: world leaders are stepping in to prevent any further escalation of tensions between the U.S. and Iran. French President Emmanuel Macron is advising Iran to avoid any action that will further destabilize the Middle East. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson echoes that sentiment, saying reprisals will only lead to more violence. Turkish President Tayyip Erdogan meanwhile sounds the alarm over the possibility of Iraq being stuck in the middle of the conflict between Washington and Tehran. He says Ankara is closely monitoring the aftermath of Friday's airstrike in Baghdad. At the Vatican, Pope Francis called for an end to hostilities as he spoke about tensions in many parts of the world.
5: War only brings death and destruction. I call on all sides to keep the flame of dialogue and self-restraint alight and ward off the shadow of hostility.
0: Philippine lawmakers pushing for the creation of a new cabinet-level government agency for overseas Filipino workers. This after the killing of another Filipino household worker, Janeline Villavende, in Kuwait. Senator Manny Pacquiao believes having a department of overseas employment would give more resources to help Filipinos working abroad and would also give additional manpower to aid distressed Filipinos. House Committee on Labor and Employment Chairman Eric Pineda agrees. He says having a cabinet-level office would also consolidate the functions of the many agencies concerning OFWs.
2: The problem is we have so many agencies, you know, pertaining to the OFWs, so it's not a concerted effort. So what we're doing is we're putting them all in one roof so that isa ko kontakin talaga ng mga someone that can really take care of their welfare, someone that they can look after their protections. Mm-mm uh we don't have that direct uh, group that will manage this their uh, their affairs when the, in the in the, in the in uh, the middle east or in some parts of uh, asia and nasa mga w natin ang problema kasi and then uh, DOLE, and then ang OWWA, and uh, office of the migrant work. Marami. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So, what we're doing now is we consolidated everything sin ofm namin karamian except for the functions of OWWA, pero marami talagang uh, pinasok sa department na yan para talagang mabigyan sila ng talagang attention that they need. We have to rely on that.
0: Binata is hoping the new department will be created within this year. The Philippines closely monitoring all passengers of flights coming from China and Hong Kong, especially those who show flu-like symptoms. This comes after a viral outbreak of pneumonia in Wuhan, China. A screening
6: and health check for all passengers coming from Hong Kong and China are now being implemented by the Philippine Bureau of Quarantine. The increased monitoring comes after the Wuhan Municipal Health and Health Commission in China reported 44 patients with unexplained pneumonia. All were found to have visited the South China seafood market in the Chinese city of Wuhan. They later had flu-like symptoms such as cough, colds, body pain and difficulty of breathing. The origin and strain of the virus is still unknown. It's
4: really an infectious process. A
3: temperature or an allergic uh, reaction. Mukhang it's a new kind of virus mm-hmm. na hindi pa natin
6: Experts say the symptoms of the viral pneumonia may be compared to that of the Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome or SARS outbreak in Asia, which killed hundreds in 2002 and 2003. But this particular strain seems to be not as virulent.
5: Clusters of people were infected in one area. There are 44 cases uh, diagnosed with pneumonia all at the same time in one two two weeks Mm -hmm. in that market. There were like 11 that were critical. Mm -hmm. So that makes it something like alarming. If this another type of viral pneumonia that can spread easily and can be transmitted to one another, to another person, that can cause severe clinical manifestation or even death.
6: Health officials are calling on the public to practice proper hygiene and to take steps to avoid getting infected with pneumonia.
5: We just have to monitor what's going on and uh, probably, you know, on our part, still have to keep ourselves healthy, malinis na environment, and then of course, no, um, vaccine against pneumonia.
6: The Philippine Health Department allays fears in the mystery virus, adding that government is taking steps to prevent infected persons from entering the country.
3: So at this time, it's really just being more cautious and just monitoring people are coming. In case they see that a or have a respiratory tract infection, they will be asked to step aside, interview a physical exam, of the
6: No travel advisory has been issued yet for Hong Kong and China.
0: The Wuhan Health Commission says it is still working to identify the cause and source of the mysterious viral pneumonia outbreak, but it has ruled out the flu-like virus SARS, which killed hundreds more than a decade ago, the MERS virus or even bird flu the duterte administration's war on drugs a failure that's according to philippine vice president lenny robredo who finally shared her findings during her brief stint as co-chair of the interagency committee on anti-illegal drugs or icad robredo claims the amount of illegal drugs confiscated from 2017 to 2018 amounted to only one percent of the total drug supply in the country she slams the campaign's focus on small-time players instead of going after drug lords. Robredo reiterates her call for a recalibration of the drug war strategy. She also suggests the leadership of the ICAD to be transferred to the Dangerous Drugs Board.
3: Malinaw na malinaw na ayon mismo sa opisyal na datos, sa kabila ng lahat ng Pilipinong pinatay at lahat ng perang ginasta, Hindi lumampas sa isang porsyento ang naipit natin sa supply ng shabu at sa perang kinita mula sa droga. Isang porsyento. Isipin na lang natin kung exam ito, ang magiging score ng ating pamahalaan ay 1 over 100. Mula sa datos na ito, makikita natin na kinakailangan ang pagpalit ng strategiya. Kasama na rito ang pagtigil sa tokhang at paglabas ng bagong kasulatang mayroong mas malinaw na layunin at operational guidelines para maiwasan ang mga naging abuso ng iilan sa kampanyang ito. Imbes na habulin o patayin ang nagbebenta sa kanto, kailangang tugisin ang pinanggagalingan ng droga, ang malalaking drug lords. Sila ang tunay na kalaban, hindi ang ordinaryong mamamayan.
0: Robredo vows to continue her role in the campaign against illegal drugs despite limited resources if it means saving even just one life. The 77th Golden Globe Awards, honoring the best in television and film, has named its new roster of winners. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was named Best Movie, Musical or Comedy. It star Brad Pitt also took home the best supporting actor honor. Joker's Joaquin Phoenix is best actor for a drama movie, while Taron Egerton's Elton John portrayal got him best actor in a comedy or musical. Other honorees include Ellen DeGeneres and Tom Hanks who picked up lifetime achievement awards for their accomplishments in TV and film. And that's today's online edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. Don't forget to like and share this video and leave your comments below.